You're listening to The Bunker New York, live on Red Bull Radio. Hello, you're listening to The Bunker New York on Red Bull Radio. I'm your host, Brian Kasnick, and today in the studio, I have very special guest, Lauren Flax, who has a record out on The Bunker New York next week and a record release party at Good Room tonight. Uh, we'll stop to talk about all that in a bit, but right now we're going to get straight into the mix with Lauren Flax here on The Bunker New York on Red Bull Radio. Thank you. 
Let me play. 
you're listening to The Bunker New York on Red Bull Radio. I'm your host, Brian Kasnick. We've been in the mix. Mix? Jeez. <laughs> You're screwing up already. With uh, Lauren Flax. Thank you very much. Hey. Hard jacking, hard rocking set there. Thank you. Um, so the big news is this record out on The Bunker New York, my label, next week. Um, so why don't you tell us a little bit about that and how it came about, what it was like in the studio um what your process was like were you specifically working on that ep i I should remember this but it's been a while or were you yeah were um, there i I remember picking from some tracks for sure yeah i don't know i i wrote one man's house is another woman's techno like i think a year ago and the first time i played it out was at winter three-year anniversary or their two-year anniversary or whatever it was um and I just remember writing that track because I still, I don't know, I was still super angry about politics. And, and I mean, I still am, but I think I've got a balance of things now. <laughs> so I was writing a lot of really heavy, heavy stuff around that time. And that was one of them. Um, and then I sent that to you and you were into it. And um, I just had to write a few more. And then I wrote um, Deeper Side of Jack, which is more mellow. Yeah. And then I did You Have to Work like in one day. And right it to you and that's the one you played that about halfway through your set there yeah that seems to be i mean i've heard people playing all the tracks but that seems to be the one that most people are gravitating yeah. to yeah i'm super stoked yeah yeah um so that record is out officially next week i think next friday april 12th it I should be wait. in stores everywhere digitally and vinyl uh we did a very special and super limited edition on gold vinyl that you can only get on the Bunkers Bandcamp. And mm-hmm. I think I think once I send out the orders that came in, we have about 10 of those left. So Damn. if anybody's... Yeah, right. yeah, if anybody's interested in that, it's thebunkerny.bandcamp.com. <laughs> Probably not going to last uh, very long. That's very exciting for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's never happened to me. <laughs> it's like, take the records. <laughs> um, yeah. And you were celebrating tonight, record release party yep. at Good Room. Uh, that's with, in the good room will be Justin Cudmore, Rachel Noon, Rao, yourself, and J.D. Sampson and Amber Valentine in the bad room. Yeah. And, uh, I guess you played a, a prominent role in putting together this lineup. Do you want yeah. to maybe talk about how you came to the decision to have these particular people play at your record release party? Yeah, I just wanted to make it a family affair. Yeah. Yeah, I love everybody. Like... They're just really good friends of mine, and I respect what they do. Yeah. Yeah. And Justin's getting a lot of attention right now, and he's doing so much good stuff, and he just put out the last Bunker record. Yeah. And so I I love playing with Justin. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's been kind of on fire lately. Lots of big gigs, lots of traveling, lots of records. Um, You have lots of records coming as well. I can't always... uh, keep up with it what what upcoming releases aside from this bunker record do you have that you can talk about right now um i have a single on the acid 88 compilation that's coming out next week too of course everything all comes out together yeah because <laughs> i have no control yeah over the i schedule. feel like i feel like even when i've made efforts with other record labels we're like okay no matter what we're not putting these records out close to each other. Yeah. Somebody has a delay. So like something yeah. always, it's just kind of, I've given up. It's yeah. However it's, the universe wants to work it. So. Yeah. It's kind of how it goes. Yeah. So that comes out on record store day and that's uh, a guy called Gerald's on it. And Alinka is on it. And well, Hunter Lombard, Lombard or Lombard. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hunter's on it. Um, 
think there's other women on it too, but uh, yeah, it's a double vinyl. One's white, one's black. Really excited about it. And then um, you have some digital stuff that's coming out. I played a remix earlier for uh, Vonda 7. That, uh-huh. that should be coming out really soon, in the next week or two. Um, so I wanted... I'm trying not to talk about all the same stuff we talked about when you're on the show last year. I don't remember anything. Yeah, I, I went back and listened to it to be sure <laughs> this week. Um, which and that that's actually on our uh, the Bunker SoundCloud page. There's a big archive of all the Red Bull shows we've ever done, including that one. And I think a big big development in the last year and really just in recent months is your focus on playing live. Yeah. Um. So you do a all all hardware set. You debuted it at the Bunker in January. Um, maybe just talk about why this is important to you because so many people, especially now, it seems like a bit of a rare choice, especially for a touring DJ to focus on a live set instead of DJing, which you're obviously also doing, but I think maybe I'm crazy (laughs) (laughs) because walking around with two USB sticks and headphones is so nice. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but it's just something I need to do. I've always needed to perform live, whether it was with my band or, um, but what doing this live PA was something I've always wanted to figure out how to do properly, like all MIDI, no laptop. Um, and a year ago, I had no clue what I was doing. No clue. I was asking everybody, hey, can I come over? Can I see how you're doing this? And it wasn't how I would do things. And right. so I just had to figure it out. And um, then you had asked me to do the January 5th in the, uh, bunker. And I was like, okay, that's in like... A month I have to actually get this together but I'd already been practicing for like five months at that point so it was good to have a, a final like debut date to right, do it but you got you got a key piece of gear just what was that like a few weeks before yes I got the TR8S because <laughs> I had the TR8 before um so I, I needed that drum machine because I needed to loan in a couple of samples because um I don't have a sampler yet. That's the one thing that I do still need, but I'm getting by without it. In the TR8S, you can load in samples. It's a little tricky because I have to, um, I do my live set at 128 BPM. I can't waver from that. And when I have a sampler that adjusts the audio real time, then I can go crazy and speed right. things up and slow, th- slow things down. Technically, the way you're doing things now, it kind of has to, to stay in sync. It has yeah. to stay all in that tempo. Yeah, which is totally fine. I'm getting away with it. I feel like the way I'm doing it now, I need to be able to do it with my eyes shut, which I'm almost there basically. And then I can start adding in new elements for a performance, but I'm just kind of like figuring it out as I go, which is how I did it with creep. So yeah. Yeah. But I mean, from your, I saw the, the debut one at the bunker, obviously. And I mean, it felt very seeing lots of live sets. Some of them don't, it's, it's always hard to tell exactly what's going on, but I don't know how to explain it, but a lot of times it doesn't feel super live to me. Like there's mm. not a lot of, really hand done elements happening but you seem to really have that going on and you're doing live uh vocals so yeah live it's... talking i wouldn't say it's like <laughs> singing or anything um which i need to do more of that i just need to write more songs that i'm talking on which i'm kind of being pushed in that direction yeah somehow i, d- I didn't expect that i mean that that happened to me when i saw dbx play live for the first time mm. and dan got on the mic and started singing the vocals 
just like, how did it never occur to me that all those voices on the DBX tracks are his or, is, or him? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it took seeing him live to to realize that it was a pretty funny moment. Yeah. Um, so aside from the bunker show, you've already you've also already done some other really big shows. You played for interdimensional transmissions in Detroit. Yeah. And Queen at Smart Bar in Chicago, which were two like, I mean, pretty amazing, amazing, important. Uh, institutions yeah, for in electronic music immediately. in America. Yeah. So how, how, and you did those both in one weekend. So how, how did that go? It was good. It was like the, the test of being able to make sure I can do it all on my own without any help for it. Right. So I, I really want to just go through different cities all the time, just by, by myself for like the next few years and just really crank out a bunch of live shows. Right. Um, so that was kind of the first run of it. And um, it was good. I mean, I, I'd never actually even been to Tangent Gallery, which I'm from Detroit. So it's it's really weird. Right. But when did you leave Detroit? I left in 99. When did it open? You know, I'm honestly not sure, but I don't think that parties were happening at Tangent Gallery that mm. uh, long ago. Maybe somebody... In the peanut gallery online will tune in but I, I i i hadn't heard of anything before 10 years ago or something so yeah. maybe it just wasn't i mean it seems like the time when you left detroit it was kind of moving away from the motor was still open when i left yeah the motor was still but going like things on. things had moved maybe more from like the raw underground warehouse yeah you know factory vibe to yeah, motor and things happening in clubs around yeah. the time when you got out of there? I think so. I barely rem remember anything from <laughs> my, my 20s. <laughs> I was in Detroit, then I was in New York. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, you've, you survive off of your own art and music, like DIY style, and you have for, for how long now? Like forever? 12 years? Yeah. 12 years now, yeah. And it's a roller coaster, man. Yeah, maybe just what are the special challenges of doing that? And maybe, I mean, I know a lot of people who are trying to do that and failing. So maybe any advice you might have for other artists, musicians out there trying to live off their art and hack it on their own. I mean, because you're, you're, I mean, I, I, I know myself. I mean, it's, it's, it's a constant struggle, but you're, you're pulling it off and doing it for 12 years is impressive. Yeah, I mean... There's times where it's like, it's good to have steady money. You might want to hold on to a part-time job. <laughs> but, um, and yeah, it's been a roller coaster. There's been times where, I've, you know, in the beginning I was in a bunk bed. I shared my bedroom to pay the rent, you know, like you have to do what you got to do. But I just didn't want a boss anymore, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I just, you just got to be a hustler. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got to get the right gigs. But the, the, the trick is to not, I had to stop doing the gigs that were soul sucking that pay a lot of money. So it's just kind of like you have to say no to things that are actually bad for you in the long run. And that's like the hardest thing when you still need to eat. Yeah. You still have to do, you know, yeah, I mean, that balance. With, with, even with our booking agency, we sometimes have to explain that to artists. And it's really, it's a really hard pill for people to swallow when yeah. they're like, but I need this money right now. It's like, yeah, but it's just not a good gig. It's not good for you. you yeah. Need to not in do the long it. run, it's going to hurt you. So, yeah. Yeah. That's, it's, it's really tough. So passing that when you're like, you know, struggling to pay your rent every month, it's really, it's, I, I think it becomes incredibly difficult to be super strategic about things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's part of the reason. I mean, I hope the, the live set kind of, I just want to be touring all the time, touring every weekend and then writing all week. That's my goal. Right. Um, so this, 
getting back to the playing live thing is this you've mentioned playing live in your band before but this is this is the first time you're getting on stage and doing it all yourself all by myself yes and it's <laughs> i mean it's actually from seeing your your setup on stage at elsewhere at the bunker it looked like a shit ton of gear i mean it is a shit ton of gear but you you have I pack it up pretty yeah, light you're headed right to soundcheck tonight and you brought everything with you into yeah. the studio and it doesn't it doesn't seem that bad. Yeah, it's well, it's heavy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not saying it's 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 no two USB sticks, yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. uh, it's it's, it's it's not as bad as I expected. I thought there was yeah. going to be like a giant suitcase or something. Well, I purposefully like three synthesizers, and that's it. Two guitar pedals, two synths, and a drum machine, and some guitar pedals, and then I backline. Like honestly, backlining the cables is like a godsend because yeah. that's twenty pounds I don't have to carry. Yeah. Um, oh wow. Yeah, that's a big deal. Yeah. Um, what else should we talk about? We talked, uh, last year quite a bit about sobriety mm. and you, uh, you stopped drinking, mm -hmm. um, and just wanted to check in and see how you're still going strong. <laughs> how is that going? How are you feeling about it? Honestly, it's like a whole nother world. It just, I, I don't want to sound like a cheese dick, but it really like, honestly, it just keeps getting better. I don't know if it's some past life stuff, but just like quitting drinking has just cleared everything out of all the gunk and I can like see clearly now and I can see bullshit from like 10 miles away. Yeah. Um, so the people in my life are super, super solid. Um, and there's just, I just don't even have any, I, I don't ever even want to drink anymore. Like even when I'm going through super heavy stuff, I don't ever think, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to fuck it. I'm gonna have a drink. But yeah, yeah it's you're just past like, that point. It's like I extinguished that light and I just don't want to bring any sort of flame near that wick ever again. Yeah. 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 It's interesting. I, as you know, I stopped at the beginning of January for a dry January. And then for me, interestingly, by the end of the month, uh, a lot of my other friends were doing the same thing and they're all like, oh man, I can't wait till February 1st. I can't wait yeah. to have a drink. And I was like really meditating on it. It was like, I don't, you know, it's for my own good, but also I just wasn't. I didn't want it. I didn't want to start drinking. Yeah. So I still, I mean, I still haven't. That's awesome. I've like lost the, uh, that's what started with me. I yeah. mean, like, I wasn't like, I'm stopping for a really long time. It's yeah. like, okay, I need a little break. Yep. And then it's just turning into a longer and longer break. And I don't miss the intoxication. I don't miss that, uh, out, I guess, easy out. Yeah. Easy way of dealing with shit. I think I just need, um, not that I didn't have genuine connections before, but like um, alcohol helped you really, you know, just get away with hanging out with whoever all the time. Yeah, because people are, there's always someone who wants to keep hanging out. Yeah. And uh, you gave me some really good advice when I was like, what do you do when you're at a party and you're just, you're not feeling it? And you're, you know, my go-to would always like walk into the party, go to the bar, get a drink. Mm -hmm feeling bored, get another drink, and so on and so forth. Yeah. And you were like, just go home. Just fucking leave, man. <laughs> yeah, just, you don't have to be there. <laughs> yeah. If you need a drink to be there, then. Yeah, go home and watch Bob's Burgers, you know? <laughs> That's what I do. It's simple advice, but it's really good. It's worked. <laughs> it's like, we're so addicted to fun, but you know what? Life isn't necessarily supposed to be so fun all the damn time. You know, right. we're allowed to actually be like, meh, meh, I'm gonna go home. You know? Yeah. We don't have to. Or yeah, just I, not even go out or not. Yeah. I don't know. I have no regrets. I had so much fun. 
like so much fun with alcohol and with whatever and oh yeah me too but um <laughs> yeah i think just my priorities have changed and now i just um i need a little more clarity with my yeah with my fun well it's really showing in uh the focus of your work and all the attention you're getting and the releases coming out so Thanks, Brian. yeah congrats on all of that uh, before we get back into the mix, is there anything else? I guess we already went over the party, the releases, blah, blah, blah. Is there anything else you want to yeah. shout out before we hear some more music? I mean, I do have a record coming out on 2MR, end of the year. That'll great, be a, yeah, a great, great label. Also yeah. a New York label. Yep. Um, yeah, I'm just going to, you know, you guys should book me. Yeah. <laughs> Bring me to your city. Pay me some dollars. And I'll come make you make you dance. Yeah. I'll make you jack. And you can book her through the Bunker New York, actually. Yes. Part of our booking agency. <laughs> TheBunkerNY.com. Yes. Check it out. Um, cool. So we've got about 50 minutes left here. Should we get back into the mix? Sure. Okay. So we're going to do that. We're going to get back into the mix with Lauren Flax. You're listening to The Bunker New York on Red Bull Radio. You're listening to Red Bull Radio. Yeah. <laughs> 
Everybody wants your body, so let's check. to the Bunker New York on Red Bull Radio. We've only got five minutes left here. Been in the mix with Lauren Flax. 
uh, buy her record from the bunker, go to her record release party tonight at Good Room, and uh, yeah, <laughs> thanks a lot for coming by. We'll be back in two weeks. This has been The Bunker New York on Red Bull Radio. Are you gonna beep the pussy? Beep the pussy, 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 beep the pussy.